Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Great morning so far. Talking everything from rugby to racing. Paul Wilcox catching up with him and what the work's happening, all the work that's been happening at Ellerslie. You can listen to that on our SENZ app, Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Go along there. And also, Louis chucked out a few juicy odds. A couple of horses here in New Zealand and one good one in Aussie. So if you want to listen to that, Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on the on the app will give you all that stuff uh 0800-150-811 or double eight double three on the Temper Bed Post uh, text machine. If you've got anything, it's lit, it's lit up this morning, the text machine, Louis, talking about what's happened with uh, Ian Foster and the NZR. Interesting, to say the least. Uh, and if our text machine and our kind of correspondence we've had back is any sort of straw poll around what people think about this play, ploy, play, whatever tactic it is for Ian Foster, um, it's... People are people are pretty unhappy about the way that this has played out. Again, I think your point in the first place, Kempe, that this is more of a blight on New Zealand rugby than Foster personally is a good one. But people like JJ, PJ here, with the pressure NZR have come under from the appointment of Fozzie to the very poor performance, the records he set loss against Ireland and Argentina, they will not take this poke in the eye kindly. And I don't believe Fozzie has much credit with them and he could... St- Starting another test with a game plan with his record, the scoreboard will show them how show them he's on the losing side. And there's that's kind of the the sentiment we're getting from the text line. It's kind of like, yeah, well, Ian Foster, is this really the best ploy for you personally with your position with the team? Like Robbo must be what 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 do you think he's thinking right now? Well, it's to be honest, I don't know because it's not the first time. And and I, I think what Robbo, you know, should do is just front foot it, like front foot it and get back in front of it, as opposed to um, this reactionary way they handle things. You know, like you're dead right, Louis, and and our Texas have picked it up. It's they're basically saying he's been backed into a corner. Like to go on Hosking this morning, you know, you, he's obviously trying to get a message out, and um, I don't think it's a really good message for the NZR. Well, you know, it kind of tells me that it's kind of it's half orchestrated as well, like exclusive in the Herald, biggest talk radio station the next morning. It, I mean, are we going to, like, is there a chance we this supercharges and we've got a new All Blacks coach for the next year at the end, by the end of this week? Oh, anyway, like, there's so many rabbit holes to go down here, Kempe, but I think we should probably just talk the real real overball code. <laughs> Sorry, Izzy. <laughs> and I, 
And as he's listening to, he's loving the show this morning from his bed. Uh, yeah, mate, we can't wait for you to get back and join us tomorrow, my good mate, uh, Dagger Beal. And, but uh, we're going to go to the, the other oval ball code, rugby league, and you know, I can't wait to talk to this bloke. He could play Francis Malley. Uh, it was just over a week out from the NRL season kicking off, and I uh, couldn't be more excited that the Warriors start the year off on the right foot against Newcastle and Wellington. I really hope they play them twice in the first six rounds, so home and away. Hopefully they'll be able to put together a string of performances this season that the old boys can be proud of because there's lots of them around now. The club, I spoke to Monty uh, last night. He's leading the way. And one of those other players that um, is an old boy, and he'd be a happy man too, Francis Mellie's joining us this morning. Morning, Franny. How are you? Yeah, morning, Kempi. No, not too bad, mate. Mate, you might, like... You must have had a big smile on your face watching your old team St Helens get uh, get the club championship over Penrith on the weekend. Yeah, funny enough, we're watching it at the, at the bar with a few of the old Aussie boys there on the weekend. Uh, yeah, no, it was a good result for them. I think it uh, it was important for them to travel over. They've come close a few times and um, you know couldn't get the job done on home soil. So for them to come over with a real solid team, um, it's going to be a big boost to their season. Mate, you 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 were part of that that start of that dynasty when when Ando um, picked you up and took you over there, and, and you you had scored a thousand tries for them like you did for the Warriors. What what is so special for that club, St Helens? Um, oh, just um, you know the history. It's you know it's over a hundred years old, and just um, what it means to the community and the and the fans. Um, it's pretty much. Um, it's pretty much their football team, but it, in terms of rugby league, and it's one of those clubs that's probably probably the one top two in the UK, in which they treat it like the like the NRL club. So they train hard, mate. It's um, you know, they don't take it easy. I thought I was going for a holiday, and I got a bit of a shock. So um, you know, they've got good juniors. They it's just it's just you know it's no different to some of these top NRL clubs the way they feed their juniors through. So you know they work hard, and and when they do recruit, you know they're getting them. The top of um, the top end of the Aussies or the Kiwis coming over, and you know, and you're and you're held accountable for your sort of performances. So, you know, that's that's where that club is, and it's you know got a proud history similar to Wigan back in the days. Mate, were you surprised? Like, I I was watching the game, and you know, Penrith have been on this this run. They're going for a three peat this year. Everyone, including Full Gord, said Full Gord said they'd declare at halftime Penrith. But were you surprised, mate, that that St Helens actually came over here and handed it to probably the best team we've seen uh, in the last couple of years? Um, not quite. Just seeing the um, the team list and the way they were stacking up for for Penrith, they had a few guys playing out of different positions, um, especially a fullback. And then I looked at the St Helens um, team, and people don't realise that the um, probably eighty percent of their, their their team was um you know their their international players. You had Johnny Lomax, you had um, Alex that didn't play in the World Cup, you had uh, a few others that were injured. So it's um and their preseason started early. Some of those Penrith boys still had to rest some of their superstars and and with some of their new uh, young bucks they were still working in combination with St Helens of um that that's a solid team. They kinda know what they're doing and and they've got some pretty big boys and young boys as well, energetic. So the way they played is pretty like it's pretty much the same as Penrith. They chuck the ball around and the kick chase to put you on this. So you know, I wasn't surprised, but I was surprised at the score at the end. 
Yeah, it was a, it was interesting. Francis Louis here, man. It's so good to have you on SCNZ. You're an absolute legend. Uh, so many people will be absolutely loving hearing you right now. And we do remember seeing you score millions of tries. When you watch the kind of current style of footy, has the the wing centre that kind of outsides play changed and developed much? Or are all, most of the fundamentals around kick chase and kind of positioning on defence and attack, is it still mostly the same? Yeah, I think the game's changed away um, a bit, you know, in, in, in terms of what um, coaches are looking for. I think back when I was playing, um, um, a lot of players were coming off um, with, you know, different skill sets. I think back then we were we were always talented, but Ando introduced us to a lot of skill sets where you had to play two or three positions on the field. And in order to do that, you had to understand the game and then you had to teach all the stuff to go with it, offloads, not to not to offload um, kicking and keeping those. This may we, we sort of practice every single thing. Backs were practicing um, halves, like kicking, catching. So we kind of covered a lot of those. And it was pretty much um, to be prepared and probably kind of any sort of circumstances we got ourselves in. So where you see now it's kind of more specialized. Um, you see a couple of like the senior roosters have gone down the um, the road where Melbourne used to go to just pick a few wingers, tall and lanky, which are mobile, um, and that's the kind of strength they're you know they're sort of looking at. So it, it it has changed a lot in those terms. I don't think you can see many wingers that can play centre, fullback, or probably slip into the second role or lock. Now nowadays, it's just, everything's all seems to be specialised. Mate, you look at um, just touching on that. You're looking at the Warriors now. You're living back in New Zealand, and uh, you've seen success there at the club, and and watched how they've rolled around the last few years, chasing success. What, what, if anything, have you noticed in the last couple of games? Um, do you like about the side going into 2023? No, well, I popped down and saw the boys before Christmas, just just um, just to watch how they were going, and you know, I was surprised to see that. Um, boys were looking real fit, pretty lean. Um, I think I spoke to Murdoch Masilla before he left, um, and just you know was curious because I didn't. I was a bit sort of confused. I couldn't tell the prop from the from the back rowers, and I kind of asked uh, Murdoch, <laughs> what, what is um, what is um, what his weight was, and he said he was about 108. He said, um, man, the game's changed so so much now than the fours because of the speed and the repeat sets. Um, um, said that, you know, not, not many forwards have gone past that sort of 110 mark anymore. So, you know, that was a bit of an eye-opener. And in, in, in saying that, it's, you also got to have that depth as well to sort of um, have those sort of two main guys in the forwards that can play their robust roles. I've asked Kempi about this plenty, Francis, but I'm curious to know your take. Like, do, do you worry or are you a little bit disappointed that, some of the physicality has come out of the game and obviously like player and, and people's safety and when we learn more about head injuries and that sort of thing is paramount but at the same time like you talk about those players getting lean and I'm sure when you were going around there's just some players you never would have run at ever and nowadays it's kind of probably less like that do you kind of lament that change a bit? Oh, definitely, you know, I would have felt real comfortable playing at this sort of era now. I mean, you know, you've got to play much, much, much longer. I, I came in the era where when I first started as a young kid, I think 18, 19, and, and with unlimited um, interchanges, and I was getting, as you know, as a back, I was getting bashed every time because the fours always fresh. Um, 
you know, it's always good to have the contact in our sport. You know, that's what we're known for, and it just brings that um, that, that entertainment side of things to it. But you know, with the with the games changing, with the head knocks, and um, the game's always trying to improve. And um, I think they're trying to match that um, physical aspect to the speed of the game. And now we've got the sort of guys diving around on the on scoring in the corners. I think that makes up for that sort of entertainment. But no, it's um. I think it's probably better for the game, but it's you know you always it's always hard to compare that sort of um, physical uh, side of things, and I think you know we put it down as um, different areas in in which people play. So you know the ones that play that sort of tough mentality, hard footy, um, are always going to um, struggle to compare it to the to, to the new era of the game. Yeah, you did right, Frenny. It's a so, uh, such a good um, such a good answer to that one too. Yeah. The... I like the one that you probably you'd probably last go and play in the middle, mate. You'd last eighty minutes, you the way that you played. Um, <laughs> hey, um, just just tell us a little bit about what you're doing these days. I know you, I know you're getting into coaching and and you're enjoying that sort of side of things. And you want to want to take your coaching career um, further, but what are you actually uh, doing during the day? Oh, so my um, day to day job is um, so I'm I'm, I'm uh, employed um, by the New Zealand Police. So all I do, mate, um, you know, I'm working with the just partnerships within the community and just trying to figure out um, um, different resources and trying to um, get our Rangati Tahi and, and, and their families um, just just on that sort of um, positive path. So, you know, there's my roles is from talking to local MPs to sort of talking to the family that's struggling. Um, so that's so that's my key role. I'm just working with um, in the education sector and pretty much just... Um, where I can help families that sort of struggle and some of them sort of lead to sports which um, I, I get the opportunity to take um, some people I've never been to a game mate, just to watch some of the Warriors now I've got the opportunity again after what our country's been through in the last couple of years Oh well, mate. Thanks a lot um, for sharing that with us, and and also your knowledge on the game, mate. It's been absolutely fantastic listening to to you this morning, um, mate. Go well and. Uh, I look forward to catching up with you again, Franny. It's a, it's been great talking to Izzy and Kimpy for breakfast this morning. Um, but you just go well, mates. Get the old boys together, get down there, and just tell a few stories. And and uh, I know that you've got plenty. And and uh, go and enjoy. Hopefully, like myself, uh, this twenty twenty three season. Thanks for joining us this morning. Yeah, definitely, Kimpy. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day.